deep awareness of conscious thought and being um, was present when they were doing some EEGs on meditating monks. So this is really, really high level. This is like the, I guess the, the, the primo of meditation can get you into these gamma waves. And this is actually really high frequency. So this is when you're internally conscious, but your brain is firing at like 35 Hertz. So almost 10 times that of the regular meditation. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. My name is Jake, and I'm glad to be back. I've had a little bit of uh, sickness come up, so I've been a bit off from the charts, off from mindset, um, and I, you know, I'm all about mindset here, and sometimes when you're, when you're pushing it too hard or you're pushing it too much, it's better to take time off. You know, I have definitely noticed, you know, less is more, I say quite often, and I was just talking to one of the lovely people who join us every morning here on the mindset calls about this exact thing. And, you know, sometimes we do find this state of overwhelm. Um, and often when we get to a point in our trading journal journey, where we, we kind of get to a level of knowledge, but our mindset's not hundred percent there, or we get so focused on trying to get a string of consecutive trades. You know, I talk about this a lot on the call. It's not about how much money you make in a sense. It's how many consecutive trades you can get that match your trading plan perfectly. But even doing this, we can get so caught up um, in the, the finite things where really we need to zoom out and sometimes less is more and taking a few days off trading. And I've had weeks where I look at it and I'm like, oh, I don't want to miss a day trading. I need to catch back up or, you know, I need to get ahead because I, I had a bad week last week. And this exact thing of not living in the moment, this is the one thing I think is really hard for a lot of traders to comprehend. And that is that it, it's all relative to the now. Probability is 100% based in what is happening exactly here, exactly now. What is the probability of this move moving up compared to moving down? You know, is it high enough that I want to risk my capital? Is it not? Um, and knowing full well that even if it matches your trading plan perfectly, it can still go the opposite way. And getting so caught up in this, like, oh, I've had a couple of bad trades. I need to make a good trade. Like, it all becomes time based. And Probability is not time-based. Probability is situational-based. It's all what's happening in the now. And this can be taken from an individual trade point perspective all the way out to a trader's perspective and how the trader is feeling this week, this month, you know, having time off. If I've been sick, I'm not going to try and force trades because more often than not, you jump on a session, you try to force some trades and you end up being worse. And you're like, man, I should have just stayed off, enjoyed my time. The whole point of this for me is to win time. And if I'm forcing things and trying to squeeze in extra trades uh, in, in sessions where I'm not there with my mindset, they end up 
being worse off than they are good. So it's really quite good as you get further down your, your, your path and your journey to realize what you're doing this for. If you're doing this for time, make sure you take the time when you're having uh, a down moment or make sure you take the time when things are a bit too much. If you're doing this for money and you really just want to ramp up that money and you're setting percentage goals, then be completely aware that this comes with added stress or whatever it is and you need to trade according to that. And so I just wanted a little reminder here, especially seeing as I've been on a little bit of a, a sick couple of days, that time is really important and taking a step back there is nothing wrong with that and less is definitely more when trading you know this comes to the same concept of the discussion i was just having beforehand that sometimes we learn so much and we go on this learn 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 and learn and we actually have a lot of knowledge about trading but unfortunately in the trading world having too much knowledge can conflict your trades and so if you're playing one strategy that sort of doesn't work with another strategy and you're trying to play them at the same time you'll find that your overall profits are actually not going to be there because you're having conflicting ideas. And so the way you manage trades, the way you take trades, it's all sort of, yeah, conflicting, I guess is the best word. And so today I'm very grateful to having a couple of days off. Uh, not only that, but having the ability to have a couple of days off. You know, yesterday I was laying in bed and I was like, I just do not feel like I'm going to stay in bed today and rest and look after myself. And, um, you know, you don't get that with a regular nine to five job. So I'm very grateful for having that opportunity, very grateful for being in a situation where I can rest when I need to and, um, you know, go hard when, I, when I'm able to. And very grateful for those who uh, rock up every morning to this podcast. And even if I'm sick and have to call it off, they still come back the next day with big bubbly smiles and kind words. So that's always lovely. Now, Chuck, your gratitude into the chat here grateful for growth in my spiritual journey. That is lovely. I think mindset is so important. You know, I'm very much about mindset, as you can tell. Um, and moving on to today, what I want to talk a bit about, the thing with mindset is it's a lot about the brain. And so I've had this huge fascination over the last, let's say, year and a half with the way the brain works, the neuroscience, um, the neurotransmitters, all of these things that make our brain do what it does and trying to understand its concepts is, is mind baffling. And the more I dive into that, the more I can understand how I work and how I respond and how I behave to certain circumstances, certain circumstances. So today, because I think last week I was talking about the flow state and I was talking about our different brain waves. And I originally said that going into flow state was moving from alpha to beta, which is actually incorrect. So I wanted to come and refresh that and give the right information but i'm also going to talk a little bit more about brain waves and why i find them so fascinating and um yeah where their information can sort of take us and help us so today i'm talking a bit about brain waves um, and i will touch a little bit more on some of the aspects of flow state which i found very fascinating while learning more about brain waves and, and some neurochemistry in the past week so i'm grateful for this present moment to be here now and for the moments to come Presence is such a gift. That is an amazing bit of gratitude to come into the chats here. I love that. That is so true. And even though I talk about it, to ha to find gratitude for this present moment um, is, in my mind, taking that, that little step further. So lovely. Thanks for sharing. Okay. So today we're talking about brainwaves. Now, what are brainwaves? Brainwaves are a, a wave, um, but they are electrical pulses basically passing between our neurons in our brain. And as these neurons pulse and the neurotransmitters 
sort of start to cluster up and they start to fire in sequence and there's some synchronicity with the way that the neurons are firing um these create waves and so in in certain frequencies and amplitudes depending on their strength and um a bunch of other factors that i'm not going to go too much into because my knowledge isn't 100 i don't want to give you false information again but basically as these neurons clusters pulse we can receive um, the strength and the frequencies of the electromagnetic or the electromagnetic pulses on the outside of our brain. And now this is called an electroencephography. I probably butchered that one, but it's electroencephography or EEG scan. And now when we study these EEG scans, we can learn a lot about different states of the brain during different phases of A, our life, which I find very fascinating, but B, our day-to-day. So um, there's a causal link between our certain brain waves and what we're doing in it at the current time and certain um, neurotransmitters that are being released into our brain. So for example, when we're asleep, we're in a delta brain wave, and this is very slow, 0.5 to 4 hertz frequency. And this is where we're in deep, deep sleep. So our brain is still functioning, but our body is completely asleep. Our, you know, we're not really consciously there. We're in this deep subconscious realm um, of restorative sleep. Now, as we start to waken, we get to this theta state, which is between 4 and 8 hertz. Now, this is kind of like a daydreaming state. You know, if you're just waking up, you're not quite there, but you're in maybe REM sleep or meditation can be in this state. So when you're meditating and you, you're you not in the outer world, you're in the inner world. So all of your focus, like even dreams, it feels like you're in an outer world, but really that's all happening inside your head. You're, you're really present within the inner world. Now, meditation is the same thing. You've got this focus on the inner world and you can disconnect from everything that's external to you um, and go really deep within the brain and Sometimes using meditation, you can heal aspects. If you've done kind of breath work or anything like that, you can get, you know, traumatic experiences and start to shift some of these core beliefs. Now, Dr. Joe Dispenza, I don't know if you've heard of him, but I absolutely love all the stuff that he talks about. He's really into his neuroscience and his spirituality as well through meditation. Um, Highly recommend listening to any of his stuff, but he talks about this almost, um, next level of meditation and it's uh what does he call it it's like a like an advanced state of consciousness and so this is when you when they um, did some research into like monks for example they would scan their brains and this level of deep awareness of conscious thought and being um, was present when they were doing some eegs on meditating monks so this is really really high level this is like the i guess the 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 primo of meditation can get you into these gamma waves. And this is actually really high frequency. So this is when you're internally conscious, but your brain is firing at like 35 Hertz. So almost 10 times that of the regular meditation. And this can be where he talks about those really healing moments and being so internally in tune with a brain that's super active that you can actually get down to some of those core beliefs, those core values and those, those in, that inner trauma, which was in, in your subconscious. So a lot of the Delta and theta states is in your subconscious. Um, even that alpha state, which is, is the next after theta. Um, and then the beta is the, the conscious state. So after theta brainwaves, we have alpha, and this is when you're awake, but relaxed. Like I said, you know, you kind of, I guess, zoning out, you know, if you're listening to something, maybe you're listening to this podcast and then I put on 
I, I say a couple of things and you like look off maybe and you think in your head, you're like, hmm, yeah, that's kind of moving into alpha state. That's when you're not fully conscious with your outer world. Something's been like brought to your attention. Now you are aware of what's going on, but really you've, you've brought attention into the alpha state. And this can be that relaxed watching TV, um, kind of like, yeah, like zoning out, shall I say. And then beta is, is what most people live in. And this is that um, like alert, active state. And sometimes this is, you've got middle, low, low, middle and high levels of beta. And when we get to those high levels of beta, that's when our emotions are coming in. So that's when we're angst. That's when the outer environment is stimulating us like a lot, that there's a lot of chemical uh, neurochemistry happening in our brain that creates our inability to think consciously so often i talk on this this podcast about emotions and how they affect us and how when we're trading we can um really easily get into an emotional state and we're kind of responding in a way that we don't want to respond you know you get in a fight emotions take over and then afterwards you're like oh man i shouldn't have said that or chuck someone's in the chat if you've been on the charts and then all of a sudden you start taking trades and you're like oh man i wish i didn't do that i wish i didn't hit buy 10 times in the last five minutes and just absolutely blow my account you know, these kind of emotional states because we've got a lot of things going on. We've got a lot of neurochemical, one God, yes. Yeah, I have been there. We've got a lot of um, chemicals running around in our brain that's making us fire at these, these high brainwave frequencies. Um, and this can be problematic. Now, the flow state, which I was talking about before, this is actually going past i don't want to say it's going past emotion but it's going past the beta wave so it's turning our brains back to that gamma state back to that very high advanced state of consciousness but being alert at the same time but the difference here is that we've actually got new uh nor nor norepinephrine that was a tongue twister dopamine and anandamide serotonin and endorphins that are being released at the same time so the new the studies done on this flow state is quite impressive and the reason this is interesting is because the neuroephrine it gives you like increased alertness and awareness the dopamine gives you this like pattern recognition ability and this rewards to keep keep going on things and the anandamide i can never say this one either anandamide gives you that sort of um let's say the lateral pattern coherence where we can really pick up on things and when we talk sometimes about the easy state when you're doing something challenging, but it's not past your skill level, it's too hard. And I spoke about this before on the, the podcast where we jump on the charts and it just seems like it comes to us. I feel like this is when we have this high level of dopamine and anandamide where we can see pattern recognition easily. We can like look, zoom out and see, you know, lateral patterns very coherently and it just makes sense and it just clicks and you're alert to the thing, to the charts. You're not overthinking things. Your emotions aren't taking over. Your brain's just firing at the really nice level. And I believe this is the flow state that we can get ourselves into on the charts. Now, how to get there? I don't know. There's been lots of study done on that. And I, again, I think teaching people how to get into flow state is almost like teaching people mindset in itself. There's so many different ways. It's going to be so personal. You're going to have to uh, like do some deep research to understand yourself on a high level. But I definitely think it's something that you can look into so that we can understand our brain wave behavior and understand how we can use that to better ourselves. Now, what I did find really interesting, it's a bit of a side topic, but um, because I am a new father, I find it extremely fascinating that, you know, when we're zero to two years old, apparently most of our brain is in this delta state. Our eyes are open, but we're really in our subconscious and things are just, you're only alert to 
what's going on in your brain and nothing else. And everything that happens just creates an agitation to your lifestyle and a discomfort. And then you need someone to sort of bring that comfort, like understand what's going on and then bring that comfort. Then from two to six, we move to this theta stage. And this is when we're kind of in this daydreaming, this meditative stage. So you see kids from two to six, they're just always playing. You know, sometimes they're speaking to spirits or ghosts. You know, you hear these stories of these four-year-olds standing up in the middle of the night and talking to random entities or whatever whatever the stories are. Um, they're in this very meditative um state of being just the whole time so you may often hear that from zero to six or 12 um, we're all in the subconscious and this is where lots of this um, trauma comes from or lots of these subconscious beliefs or limiting beliefs come from this age where everything's just going straight into that subconscious and we're in this sort of meditative um, low brainwave state and then as we get into higher age you know that 12 coming to teenagers we're in this alpha so we're super creative um, really playing but always really relaxed and then um, life comes in and it brings you out of this alpha stage and into this beta kind of stressed attentive state now i think that this comes down to being aware of ourselves i often talk about pattern recognition um, pattern awareness and if we can use the understanding of how our brain works to recognize behaviors in ourselves, then we can also use certain activities like meditation or whatever it is for you to do the opposite. So we can bring our brain waves down. If we're getting too stressed and we feel like the emotions are coming in, maybe we can find a way to meditate for a little bit, take three breaths, do all these things to kind of bring our brain waves down a little bit to bring that maybe from a motive emotion state down into like the lower beta slash higher alpha kind of brain waves that gives us a more relaxed, easygoing feeling. And I mean, I will do more research on this and I highly recommend you do it as well, but finding a way to move yourself into flow state very, very um, quickly could better us as well. Now, the one thing that I do want to lastly touch on is this concept that, you know, when we go to the gym, we don't, just go and pump up at the biggest weights we can, right? We have to warm up a little bit. We stretch, we pick up some smaller weights, get our muscles warmed, and then we try to do a few reps. And then when our muscles are really strong, warmed up, then we can go for our biggest personal best, or we can really go push hard at the end. Well, the same is when out with our brain. So I know lots of people, they get to a certain level of trading, they come sit down and they like, within a minute, they go from oh, frantic day out, come to my trading. I mean, lots of people on this call may be waking up, but giving yourself that time to warm up your brain as well. You need a brain warm up, just like we do a body warm up. Okay. So jumping into chart straight away without going through your trading plan, without going through your mindset stuff, without understanding where you are, without doing a bit of self-awareness, a bit of self-recognition, like, how am I feeling today? Am I actually okay? Am I a little bit stressed? This is your brain warm up. This is you looking into yourself and going, where is my head at? Where is my mind at? Where is my body at? And how is this going to affect me on the charts? You know what? I'm actually in a really good state of mind. I'm actually feeling pretty good now. Maybe I've got my coffee in my hand. You know, I'm reading through my trading plan. Give yourself an extra 20 minutes or half an hour, whatever it is that you may need to do a brain warm up, to get yourself in the state of mind of trading. Don't just come on the charts, look at them in a second, and then just be like, ah, oh, I should be able to pick this. And you will at some points, but you also won't at a lot of other points. And we know really well that sometimes, especially as we're learning, that first trade can affect our whole trading session. 
if we jump on and we're a bit in angst, we don't, haven't done any warm up. We're just like straight into the charts. We think we see a trade. It doesn't go our way. It's very easy for us to snowball from there and then try to revenge trade for the rest of the session, try to catch up, try to jump into extra trades, try to you know, revenge trade, all these emotional trades that come from sometimes having that really bad first trade. Now, as you progress down your path of trading and you get to a higher level, hopefully this stuff will go away. Don't get me wrong. But it's really important that we don't deter ourselves before we even get a chance. And I know for a while, for me, I even went through a stage where I was like, okay, I got to get this first trade really well so that I can have a good trading session. If I don't win my first trade, I went through a stage where I just jump off the charts because it would affect every single trade that I had after that. Now, I also understood later that me putting so much pressure on that first trade needing to win was probably the thing that sometimes made that first trade not win and therefore having a bad session. And when you go two or three weeks like this, this is when you need to step back and reassess. And this is just a process or part of the learning journey that I've been through. But I now know that for me, having this brain warm up is what I'm calling it now, thanks to something I've you know, just brought to my attention, is really, really powerful, not just for A, getting yourself into the right state of mind, but B, taking the pressure off the first trades. You know, If you can look at the charts for a little while, then the market opens, then you're like, okay, I've been at this for a while, I'm really like, I'm eased into it. Then it's much easier to find those good trades. But if you come straight off the bat, market opens and you're jumping in looking for trades, you can be panicky, you can be emotional, you can do all the things that um, can spiral into bad sessions. Okay, I hope that makes sense. Um, the, the idea of a brain warm-up really struck struck a chord with me. And so I thought I really wanted to just share that with you guys today. Just looking over the chats, love your new location for your podcast, Jake. <laughs> I've been doing Dr. Joe Dispenza's Becoming Supernatural Meditation since January, working on changing my vibration. Yeah, he's got some really, really good meditations. I highly recommend that exact one to other people. Thank you. Yes, I I just removed my moved my room around. We've, as the little man grows, we need to make things a little bit more um, baby-proof. So we've been moving a lot around and thought I'd give myself a bit more office space as well. So thanks for noticing. Um, that's all I have to say today. I really think understanding brain waves and some of the neurochemistry that goes on during certain phases of, um, you know, our consciousness or subconsciousness can really help help us grow and learn more about ourselves. So take it away. I definitely recommend if you're not meditating, meditate. It can be helpful on so many different levels. I have actually stopped meditating since I went away. So it's been like a month, five weeks maybe, and I can really feel a difference in myself. And yeah. Give yourself the time before your sessions. So with that, I'm going to wrap it up here. Go through all of my traders, go through read your tra trading journal, go through and give yourself a brain, brain warm up if you need to understand your um, trading plan and give yourself all the time you need to get into the right frame of mind. And to those listening on the podcast, I will see you soon. Much love and speak to you again.